1: Episode 187 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie.
0: And I am Grace, and today we're going over SG1, Season 8, Episode 18, Threads, AKA Burnt Steak and Pie. <laughs> AKA Daniel's Not Dead, motherfuckers. Those are my two AKA. I have two as
1: well. Okay. AKA Dead Like Me. <laughs> also AKA
0: Oh, always God. Which
1: I'll get to
0: Let's uh, roll the tape Roll
1: the tape <laughs> um, Anything exciting or pop culture happen to you?
0: Actually, yes Ooh. So, one, so Jesse and I have decided to start taking two hours out of our weekend To slow down, regardless yep. of what we're doing mm-hmm. We sit in front of the couch and we watch TV we are currently watching X-Files. Yes! <laughs> and we have decided that you are wrong to not love horror movies considering how much you love X-Files.
1: I know. It's, I'm, it listen. does not make any sense and you I are wrong. Walking contradiction. <laughs>
0: um, I do have some sad news. Yes. Uh, we were not able to get through the second episode of Farscape. Oh. But the problem may have been that we tried to watch it after watching two episodes of X-Files. Yeah, don't do that. So instead, They're very different shows. Yeah, and we were like, I can't. My brain can't do this right the now. The production quality is very different. Yeah, uh, it's hard to like Ben Browder. Really, he's a little bit tough to like. He has interesting. He's got a bit of a bro-ness to he him.
1: He Does have a bit of bro-ness. now again.
0: He's a bro-ness, brother. Here's a
1: question <laughs> for you. Yeah. Is that Ben Browder? Hmm. Or is that the character?
0: Well, here's here's what we, the, we didn't consider that. Um, it could be the character. Here's here's what we did consider. Yeah. We talked about the character's history. Okay. We're like, if I don't if I remember correctly, because we didn't rewatch the first one, yeah, we yeah, just yeah. went right into the second one. This is his first big launch, from Earth. Yes. Okay. So this is his first big mission.
1: Well, I mean, he's been on other missions.
0: Right, but this, but this one's, like, the pinnacle yes. of, like, yes. First Man on the Moon style. Yes. So this is his chance to prove himself yes, to his dad, uh-huh. who is Mr. Badassery all day long, everyday
1: mister day. Who is Mr. I-live-my-entire-life-trying-to-impress-my-father-and-will-never-actually-happen. Right, yeah. so,
0: so there's some backstory there that makes it appropriate. Um, also... Some of us may remember how much I hated Daniel in the beginning.
1: Yes,
0: you super did. <laughs> so I'm reminding myself of that. Uh-huh. Um, we are going to give it another chance. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> it just wasn't the right spot, but we are on X Files, and we, I will flip people it. Listen, you're
1: in. going from Fox Mulder to John Creighton. Like, that's yeah. not an easy
0: Not flip the right. To yeah, no. Um, I
1: would say next time, start with the Farscape.
0: And then End go to the, the X Files. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, I'm
1: waiting so you get to Fluke Man in X Files. And then you'll realize what actually traumatized my childhood.
0: What season is that? Oh, it's in the first season. Oh, okay. Oh,
1: it won't take you long. We
0: we just got through the super fun, gross one. Um,
1: That's literally like every third episode of X-Files. Involving
0: <laughs> livers.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That
0: one. Yep. So here's what I like about X-Files. It plays out like the TV version. And I realized that X-Files came out before, so this is very backwards. Yeah. It plays out like lore, the podcast. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, here's this creepy story of things that have existed forever. Well,
1: and it's also, again, came out well beforehand, but it is very supernatural in, like, that first Oh, yeah. First
0: couple, it's a procedural.
1: Well, but the first couple episodes are very Monster of the Week.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's
1: very sort of insular. It's not necessarily serial. Yeah. And as you go, you get more and more you know, saga episodes oh yeah more and more overarching story episodes mythology episodes i dig it
0: um there's a couple times where we yell at the tv oh 100%. and we're like that's not how you do that that's gonna continue that's not the thing there
1: it's gonna continue <laughs> but yeah it, I, I feel to me it has the very much the same arc that because I know you know Supernatural so well that right. Supernatural has just in that the first seasons of a lot more Monster of the Week. So they're going to get an Impala soon? Yep, they're going to okay. get an Impala soon. That's <laughs> what they're going to cruise the country in. Yeah. And uh, I mean could you imagine yeah. Fox Mulder meeting up?
0: I'm in it. I'm there. I'm digging it.
1: That would be amazing. There are.
0: I know that the show came out a lot bef- before I Stargate. I guarantee you
1: that fanfic exists and I would like to read Yeah.
0: It. I, I know that the X-Files came out before Stargate, but there's a lot yeah. of like, hey, look, if you squint, there's a Stargate in the back.
1: It's not, you know, it's funny. It's not that far before. Oh, really? I mean, oh, okay. what, 2001, 2002, or 91, 92, and then like yeah. 97. Yeah. So it came out beforehand, but not like
0: a hundred years before beforehand and then I and, you know so I'm watching it and I'm enjoying it and I'm like god why did I hate these as a kid cause and it wasn't even hate because I didn't know them but it was yeah. like oh this is on I can't watch something else for an hour yeah
1: and meanwhile we're watching them far younger
0: than we should be <laughs> I mean I wasn't I that know. much younger than it
1: should be but my brother was yeah
0: that's fine. He's he's made it through somehow. He made it successfully.
1: It was fine. <laughs> this is... You gotta listen to those sometimes. But guys,
0: this is a Stargate podcast.
1: This is a Stargate <laughs> podcast. So... Uh, oh, I was trying to think. I didn't do... This week.
0: Um, I mean, you nerded out in, on cars.
1: I mean, I nerded out on playing Zelda.
0: Oh, that's a thing.
1: Yeah, I did Oh, we should on...
0: share what happened last Sunday... Because we both had things that we needed to be doing at around 3 o'clock-ish. Oh, yeah. So, guys, after we... So, this is our block of time where nobody's allowed to bother Grace and Nixie Uh because we're podcasting. We're
1: recording. And we're recording. I'm putting quotation marks up for the podcast people. Yeah,
0: and we're recording... And so it's like nobody talked to us for five hours.
1: Everything's on airplane mode.
0: Nobody talked to us because we are purely, diligently recording. Even though the record is an hour and a half at longest, nobody bother us. We are busy recording.
1: Because then we have to watch next episode. Yes. So so please,
0: guys, if you could just not, we're we're booked. We're booked every Sunday. Please don't come bother us. You know, loved ones or whoever.
1: So bartender Nick. Gets off work about three o'clock,
0: yes, and then I had plans to hit grocery shopping and at around three home. three thirty to
1: yeah. four yeah um so bartender Nick and I bought each other uh, combined a switch for our birthdays, uh-huh last weekend
0: and then so
1: when we're supposed to be Diligently recording, Nick comes home because I missed
0: his phone call. Well, no, no, it's even better than that. So oh. we said we finished our record, and uh-huh. we finished our rewatch. Yes, and we had a couple of minutes. We're like, like let's play t- twenty t- minutes. T- yeah,
1: let's play like one, like four Mario Kart races. Yeah, just
0: four quick races. Super cups. cool. No it's big fine. deal. Well, and then we'll be fine. We have self control. Yeah, we are adults, 100%. humans with abilities to stop and know when is when. Uh-huh. Um, and Nixie's phone is still on silent.
1: Because I forgot that it was on.
0: And so Airplay is mode. mine. And mind you, we both have places, things that we have dedicated to time to yep. be at after our record. One hundred percent. Um. And then
1: it was about an hour later uh, uh-huh. when Nick comes through the door.
0: Uh huh.
1: And we're like, we're, we're not we're <laughs> not. We're like you would have
0: thought scream. we were doing coke. <laughs> <laughs> you would have thought we were doing lines of coke off the dog. And then I went, "Oh shit, my phone's been ringing." Yep. Because it's Jesse going, "Hey, we got to go grocery shopping." 100%. Are we gonna Are we gonna make it?
1: We are just picking levels on Mario
0: Kart. We're like, "But this one's so pretty." And then, <laughs> racing. Yeah. Yep. Um so, hello, my name is Grace and I have a problem.
1: Hello, my name is Nixie. I was playing Zelda for way longer than I should have done this past week. My knitting has taken a back seat. I'm behind in my sewing because I've been playing too much Zelda.
0: Yike. Um, I'm just in homework faceland. It's so
1: pretty.
0: <laughs> it okay, very March pretty.
1: 11, 2005. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was written by Robert C. Cooper, directed by Andy Mikita. So here's the deal. I didn't tell Graceless oh, until boy. right now. Oh, boy. When I'm telling her on the podcast. I'm a Trixie Nixie. What?
0: That's a rhyming.
1: It, it, it did. That wasn't on purpose at all. <laughs> what we watched last week, what Grace has rewatched at least once, probably twice, yes.
0: usually. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, what most people watch.
0: I mean, even boyfriend, domestic partner, boyfriend Jesse had to watch it.
1: What is on Hulu, Amazon Prime, everything else online that you can find to watch Durgate is not. What originally aired.
0: I'm not okay with this.
1: This is the syndicated 42 minute cut of the episode. What originally aired was a 60 some minute. It aired. It was a 90 minute episode. So. So what you're telling me
0: is there was boobs. There was boobs. There was boobs in the, in the edited parts that did not get to see. I did Um, not get to see someone's boobs. I'll be honest. You know what there was? I bet you there was a Naked Daniel. There was a Naked Daniel. And I did not get to see a Naked Daniel.
1: They actually um, CGI'd the flag.
0: (laughs) Onto onto the Naked Daniel. Damn it, Um, television.
1: I'm actually, I'll be honest, I've only seen the original version once. When it originally aired. Because the DVDs that I have are the original DVDs. That do not have the long unedited version of it on.
0: Of the long... Version. Of, I'm sorry, I'm still on dick jokes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just
1: straight episode is dick jokes.
0: Straight dick jokes.
1: Somehow different than our normal podcast.
0: Mildly, Maybe. mildly different.
1: Um, there was. a, I actually didn't know this until I was reading this. There was apparently people were so pissed that the DVD did not have the full version and had the yeah, syndicated version. Yeah, because they
0: probably wanted to see more Danielslauch. There was long. a
1: rebate where if you sent in that DVD, they would send you back one at the extended edition, and I didn't know it, so wow. I still have the syndicated version. Yeah, boy, let's get it. You can get the new, the, when you buy, like, the new current DVDs, the okay. slimline ones, yes. Um, that has the unedited version.
0: That is all the excuse I need to buy... Stargate, all ten seasons yeah. of on DVD.
1: Because my only my last season is the Slimline ones. Oh, okay. Um, I actually, 100% honest, I don't own the final season of Stargate on DVD. <gasps> wow. Um, We're gonna
0: have to do something will about have that. We that. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but yeah, so I am going to be covering in this podcast the full unedited I almost... Made a other bad joke there. Uncut. Thank you. I was avoiding it. The
0: uncircumcised <laughs> version. <Jesus.
1: laughs> okay, so I'm gonna be covering that full version. <laughs> and I, the full full. frontal version.
0: And what's the word? To mess it? Is that the right word? Um, I'm gonna look it more. up. No, no, it's fine. I Keep going. Know, I
1: don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, and I'm going to let you know when it's a new scene or a new line, because sometimes they just cut some lines out of it. And, uh...
0: <laughs> the word is tumescent. The whole tumescent version. <laughs> it's a kind of a gross word. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to let
1: y'all look it up. Oh.
0: This episode is rated NC-17. <laughs> No. Uh, also <laughs> or at the least, are. This
1: episode is really, really amazing because Amanda Tapping won the Leo Award for it, and Michael Shanks was nominated for an Leo Award for it.
0: Yeah, she earned that. Fucking good. She earned that. She's got that ability to do the cry face.
1: No one has like she has like those, the stoic like, cry face. No, it's the doe eyes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's like the the crying without tears face. Uh huh. Yeah. It's tough.
1: Pete tries that, and one part of the episode doesn't pull it off as no. well. Well, Don't I mean... we not try to we, we can't the doe-eyes be... of Amanda Tapping. Bruh.
0: That sounds like the name of a song. Like a ballad. The doe-eyes of Amanda Tapping. Yeah. <laughs> the ballad of the doe-eyes of Amanda Tapping.
1: So, two, uh, two guest stars, the two ones that we meet for this episode. Um, one is Claire Carey, who plays Carrie Johnson. Mm. Um, most known... For playing Kelly Fox on Coach.
0: Oh, okay.
1: She was the, the daughter? Yeah, yeah. If you ever saw Coach. I did
0: watch Coach.
1: Uh, I lived in Minnesota while well, <laughs> that was on. It's quite popular in Minnesota.
0: I believe that. that. Because football.
1: And then George Dun- Dunzunza? I'm sorry, George. Dunzunza. Thank you. He plays Jim, slash, spoiler, Anubis.
0: Jim Nubis? Janubis.
1: That's officially his name now.
0: Jim Nubis.
1: You may remember his voice. He was on both the Batman and Superman animated series as the Ventriloquist and Perry White, respectively.
0: You know, you can, the laugh is recognizable. When he laughed, I was like, why do I know that laugh? Uh It's a creepo laugh. Not everybody can do it.
1: You may recognize him slightly more though. Ooh. Uh, he played George O'Malley's father on Grace Albany.
0: <gasps> he does Big George. I do know him from I didn't that. Know. His name
1: was George too. I
0: think I think it's Big George. And he ends up having a heart attack and then so George is kind of like always treated shittily by his brothers he's got a bunch of brothers and he grew up in in northwest america just south of, of where we film here okay. um and so but he's like the one kid who's a doctor and not like a hunter and like wilderness man and yeah. they're like dude come on you're a big butt face and he's okay. like no i'm gonna save our dad and you're all assholes and i'm in charge I here picture this already in my head yeah that's it the end
1: so <laughs> we start the episode with a version a new scene mm-hmm. between ball and Anubis and basically ball is called out Anubis whose body is already dying like mm-hmm. he do host already because yeah. of like the poison that he just leeches into his host whoa so he knows that ball helped sG1 and ball tries to be like what defeating the replicators is way more important I just made a judgment call and balls like, no uh, I'm going to take the device mm-hmm. and I'm going to uh, basically destroy everything in the galaxy and you're going to have to watch and then I'm going to destroy you because Ball doesn't know what Anubis' grand design is
0: you, you know there's a lot of that in in uh, Stargate where the punishment is you have to watch me do things
1: uh huh <laughs> it's like it's repeated in this episode it's, uh, in this
0: very same episode and then we see it also in Atlantis um, with our, yeah. um, Atlantis With our other ascended friends. Yeah. And it's like, you know, for people that are higher beings, and not, and it was excluded in yeah. this particular situation, we're real petty. <laughs> well, yeah, for people
1: who supposedly have gotten there by reaching enlightenment. Yeah.
0: We're petty as fuck.
1: Petty as
0: fuck. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm super enlightened and all this thing, but also let me rub your nose in this for a little while <laughs> so
1: at the sgc sam comes in from the control room through hmm. the briefing room and sees inside jack's office through the little mappy window and jack and a woman that we haven't met yet hmm. very friendly i mean nothing on tour but very friendly yeah she's leaving the office and soon we learn that that is cia agent carrie johnson
0: carrie johnson cia that's the spinoff that she did happen I mean, it sounds like a TV show. It's, you know, it sounds like the right space for it, too. That, you know, that early 2000s, uh-huh. strong woman, yeah. badass, but she's got this weird luck with love, uh-huh. falls for the guy that who's would have
1: been good. on ABC. Yes. 100%. To be uh-huh. fair, still might be on ABC. It's,
0: it can happen. Somebody do this.
1: Um, and I should actually point out that in Citizen Joe, John, Ac- John, Jesus, Jack actually mentioned that he was going to meet with the CIA, meet with someone from the CIA named Johnson.
0: Oh. I'm, I'm going to leave the you. Johnson joke alone. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> uh,
1: and they were going to meet about the whole Kinsey Gould thing. She's heading up the investigation for the Gould that are left out there because of the trust or dumb. Yeah. And it's been a week since Daniel and Jack doesn't want to hear it. Yeah. Uh, they all know Jack that he's, and Daniel...
0: Jack and I are in the same camp. 100% you are. As far as, like, don't talk to me. Daniel's not dead.
1: And I... I think I was in the same boat originally when I saw this as well. Uh-huh. Just because I'm like, it's sci-fi unless there's a body.
0: Yeah. And no even sometimes
1: out. when there is a body.
0: Yeah. I mean, we watched his spirit leave the last body. Yeah. Basically, Daniel can't die anymore. The end. He's immortal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Time he doesn't lord. he doesn't get to go before we do. He's a time lord.
1: Yes. Oh. Daniel Jackson is a time lord. You heard it here.
0: Done. I Breaking like it. News. I dig it.
1: Um, but all they know is that Daniel is missing, and how many times have they thought that he's dead and he just shows up? Yeah. They aren't having a memorial for someone who's not dead.
0: hmm
1: Any moment he can come waltzing in the door.
0: One, and he does two, come waltzing three, to the door, just not
1: into Jack's office. Instead, he comes waltzing into a diner.
0: Mm-hmm. Dressed
1: very sharp, is yeah. very confused.
0: He's going to go bowling later. You he know, is. he's wearing his bowling shirt.
1: And shoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he goes and sits down, and Oma, dressed as a cliche waitress in said <laughs> diner, comes and asks what she can get for him, and he just kind of stares dumbfounded.
0: This is my favorite set of all Stargate sets well, ever.
1: The reason it is so detailed and complex... And is the it reason an actual IHOP? AKA, no. The reason my AKA was Dead Like Me uh-huh. is because this is actually the set from the TV series Dead Like Me. Nice.
0: I had no idea. I've never watched Dead Like Me.
1: You would love Dead Like I Me. I think
0: I will. To me, it just looks like the IHOP that I grew up going to. Basically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I'm good with.
1: Basically, yes.
0: Let's go get and some credits. pancakes and waffles.
1: So, we come back. <laughs> Uh, On Zakara, in a scene that we did not see. So here is a common theme that you will notice as I list off the scenes that were not in the syndication version. There is an entire Jaffa plot that they cut out for in syndication.
0: They're like, ah, there's no time for Jaffa today. There's
1: like an entire Jaffa plot. Yike. Yike. So Tolak has a large crowd of Jaffa gathered. Mm -hmm. And they have this huge... Celebration ceremony for Braytack of Chulak and Tilk of the Tauri.
0: It's like the Ewok celebration, uh-huh. but with Jaffa. Uh huh. Yep, no.
1: Yep, that's the music in the background.
0: Yep, nub. No, no. Which I do
1: find interesting that Tilk is now recognized as being from Earth and not Chulak. Anymore.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, yep, that yeah. makes sense. That checks out.
1: Um, but they are honored or given the highest honor that any Jaffa can know. They're essentially knighted as the blood kin of all Jafar.
0: That's pretty sick. Mhm. It's like, "Hey bitch, I'm your blood kin." Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Although I don't see either of them talking that way, <laughs> which is probably why they got knighted to be blood and kin didn't. and I will never because I'll and be then like, after "Yo they bitch." Have a
1: celebration uh, that they, they celebrate that no Jaffa will ever kneel before a false god. That's again. right,
0: motherfuckers.
1: And there's this shot that's, like, an amphitheater the of Jaffa. God,
0: I would have liked to have seen that.
1: What is a crowd of Jaffa called? We've we talked about A this murder
0: crowd. of Jaffa.
1: I think we had another name for it at some point, but I like murder of Jaffa. It just
0: feels appropriate. Murder. A murder.
1: So, back at the SGC, Pete is escorted down the elevator... And in, in a little bit of an extra extension of the scene, Pete hopes he gets to go through the Stargate. Oh, boy. He's like, that's why he's here. Oh, boy. You we'll golden retriever, to go are you.
0: To. <laughs> Seems like, <laughs> no. Can I... So, I'm going to defend Pete for a second. Yeah. You don't... No. ...surprise someone with this situation.
1: No. And in a part they also cut for it, they actually talk about... She mentioned... So... So the surprise is, is Sam's dad. Mm -hmm. No warning. And it's because she didn't want Pete to get nervous?
0: Uh, no. (laughs) You give someone time to prepare for that.
1: And it's very awkward. And Pete doesn't help when he's like, do you really have one of these things in your head? How weird is
0: Be- that? Here's the thing. You prepare him and you say, get it all out now. Yeah. Get it all out now while you're here with don't me in say, the elevator. Don't say weird
1: embarrassing shit in front say of the. Say all
0: the weird shit about the. Yep. Tell, ask me all the questions you want huh? about Selmac. Everyone. You got them all out? Okay, cool. And,
1: and Jacob looks at Sam like really? Yeah.
0: This
1: guy? Oh,
0: his dad radar is like, nope, 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 nope. Nope,
1: nope, 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 nope,
0: Um, I had a... There was a person that I was dating in my 20s, or was interested in dating. Anyway, we went out, we went out, and, um, like, to a bar, and then I had one of my friends meet me there. Yeah. I was like, hey, let me know what you think of him. Right? Mm-hmm. And it was one of my male friends who was always, like, my spidey-sense guy. Yeah. And so... My friend and I are sitting there, and the other guy walks away to the bathroom, and then he looks at me, and he just goes, tool. <laughs> I was like, he's a tool. And I was like, all right, got it. Cool, cool, cool. I'm all done here. Bye. <laughs> Gotta go.
1: So at the diner, we hear from Jim. Anubis Net. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Net. Anubis Net.
1: Um, he's asking for coffee, and Oma's like, you have to find your enlightenment first. <laughs> and in a new line, Daniel will have the truth with a side of clarity, please. What the fuck is going on?
0: He wow. Has to say that
1: and as exactly as we thought, Oma stepped in as Replica Carter killed him.
0: Because that's what Oma do. I think Oma, aside from the other things we learn, I think also whatever's left of her that's human person yeah loves Daniel
1: probably like in love with Daniel yeah 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 Yeah. and he's not quite ascended yet this diner is basically purgatory which is what I kind of feel that most diners are
0: I mean I'm kind of okay with that yeah that feels about right yeah
1: and Daniel actually remembers this place this is where his grandfather brought him after his parents funeral
0: god that's um, really sad
1: and Daniel had the waffles
0: Oh, and dang. Daniel
1: tries to find proof that this is real and not replicator, and Oma brain riddles him. So like, yeah, it's real.
0: I do love her, her little, um, how deep is the river? If yeah. you cannot see the bottom, it's uh-huh. like, no. Okay, fine. It's you. Yeah, It's you. It's, it's, yeah, Stop.
1: <laughs> so she places the best order and i literally tried to get it right and i don't know if i did but it's okay. noah's buying a blanket two hen fruit wrecked on a shingle with a mystery in the alley and a warm mead with a moldy lid and two checkerboards hold the pig
0: I, the only part i caught was the warm mead with a moldy lid yeah. and i know what that one is
1: what is that one because that's like the one i can't figure out that
0: is a warm Apple pie with a slice of cheese.
1: Ah, oh, duh.
0: Boom! That I know. Makes so I much know. Sense. I know very little diner talk. Really, she just speaks so fast that that's the only part I heard. Yeah. What are the other ones?
1: The I think a what nose boy in a blanket.
0: A nose boy in a blanket. Noah's boy, I thought. Noah's boy.
1: Which I thought was like some sort of rap. I could be very wrong. Like I thought of like a pig in a blanket situation. Sure,
0: that feels right.
1: Um, two hen fruit wrecked on a shingle is, is two dippy eggs on a piece of toast. Yeah.
0: Well, no, wrecked is scrambled. Okay, fine. Two hen fruit wrecked on a shingle yeah, is scrambled, scrambled eggs, eggs on, on hash browns. Or, yeah, on a, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, with, I don't know what a mystery in an alley is, though.
0: Oh, what, what is it again?
1: With a mystery in the alley.
0: With a mystery in the alley. Hmm, I don't know what that means.
1: My favorite is that we probably could look this up, and there's some people who know Diner Talk. They're yelling this at us right now. That's true. Um, I mean, two checkerboards hold the pig is obvious.
0: I don't know that one. It's the waffles. Oh, duh. Hold the bacon. Hold the bacon. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. Two hen fruit wrecked on a shingle with with a mystery in the alley. I'm going to look it up.
1: Okay. So, in an entirely new scene, uh, Braytek and Teal'c are in the weapons chamber in Dakara. All the Chaffa are cheering their new freedom, but Teal'c is wary. How can they be free when they're still ghouled out there? And Britek's like, look, that's a battle that we'll win tomorrow. Let's deal with that. Can we just, for today, we have been focusing so much on gaining our freedom that no one thought about what to do after they have their freedom. If we don't organize quickly, there's going to be anarchy. So, the High Priests are assembling leadership, mm-hmm. and they want both of them, Teal'c and Braytak, to be on the council of the new Jaffa civilization. Yikes. And Braytak points out that this is going to take Teal'c from Earth. And Teal'c joined SG-1 to free the Jaffa, and now the Jaffa are free. Yeah. So what's Tilt going to do?
0: Um, find a new cause <laughs> to serve.
1: To stay with SG1? Yeah.
0: Um, oh boy. Yeah. That, you know, this was everything he was fighting for, right?
1: 100% everything he's been fighting for.
0: But would he be comfortable just sitting on a council?
1: That's a question. You know
0: what we gotta do? We gotta send them to Pegasus. Gotta send him to
1: Pegasus.
0: Um, um, Noah's Boy is a slice of ham. The Blanket is a sandwich.
1: Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um,
0: and then the mystery in the alley is hash. Oh. According okay. to a website. Okay. That's all.
1: Well, bo- all of those make sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the only one I knew was an Eve with a moldy lid. And that's because I've always wondered how you order that. Because I have never had... Apple pie with cheese, and I want to try it.
1: I haven't either, and I don't know how much I want to try it.
0: I want to try
1: it. I love cheese on almost fucking anything, but somehow...
0: I think you eat it along with, not like in one bite.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I've seen it just like on top.
0: Yeah, but it's never melted or anything
1: apples and cheese go together well so yeah. it in le- intellectually it makes perfect mm-hmm. sense let's
0: just talk about food for the rest of this podcast That's fine let's it's just... really
1: like it's not a huge episode anyway yeah it's not, not that
0: super important really I mean whatever <laughs>
1: happens <in it. laughs> but the new the Jaffa are actually going to build a new homeworld here on Takara and they're going to build a great city to be their new capital here
0: mm-hmm.
1: So back at the diner Jim gets up and comes to chat with Daniel and he recognizes Daniel from the paper that he gives yep the Ascended Times, and it has a photo of him with the headline, Jackson Still Undecided. Hmm. And other headlines read, Diner to be given infinite status, hmm. Ethereal Awareness Seminar to be held in Talneck Quadrant, Yoga, Not a Path to Enlightenment, <laughs> and the best, Wraith on the way to Atlantis.
0: Oh, I was wondering. I was wondering. I was looking for that yep. and I did not see it.
1: Wraith on the way to Atlantis. God damn it. The bottom article is Anubis plans to retake Dakara and exclusive information on his quest to destroy all life in the Milky Way galaxy. He's back and he's better than ever.
0: Sure, super cool. Yeah. Everything's fine.
1: So in the commissary <laughs> back on Earth, Jacob and Sam chat. Um, Jacob is going to visit Mark and his grandkids. Mm-hmm. And... Also, apparently, Jacob has not said anything in the two hours since Pete has left about Pete.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a sign.
1: He's like, no, I said three words. Yeah. He seems nice.
0: You might as well have said he's the worst.
1: <laughs> yeah. He
0: seems nice. Is he's the worst?
1: He seems nice.
0: Yeah. Not, I don't know.
1: He's like, if it look, if it makes you happy. That's all I care about. That's
0: worse than he seems nice.
1: <laughs> uh, Selmac liked him, which we later find out is complete bullshit because Selmac Selmak a coma. did. Yeah. He's not dead yet.
0: Well, sure. He's
1: just in a coma. In a so he has that coma. Selmak in a
0: coma. I know. I know. It's serious. <laughs> Will he so, Jacob gets up to leave because
1: he's tired and wants to crash early, mainly because he's, you know, He's dying. lies are
0: so hard to tell all day about how much you don't hate a person.
1: Basically. So, in another new scene that I really
0: wish you'd scene. been able to see. Damn it. Yeah. Uh,
1: you hear Jack's cell phone ringing, and you see Jack reach over the side of his bed to look uh-huh. for a cell phone that's on the ground. And he picks it up, and... It's Sam hates to wake them, but they have a problem in Jaffa land. Oh. And we see him waking up, <sighs> sharing the bed.
0: Of course. With Carrie Johnson. Of course. Yep. You know, when I saw them at the barbecue, I was like, they fucked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yep.
1: So at the diner, Daniel gets his waffles in the morning. <laughs> I'm making waffles. He points <laughs> out the whole, like, Anubis thing going on. She's like, look, I know, but I can't do anything about it. Yeah. Daniel has every intention to go do something about it, but he can't leave. He's not ascended. And if he leaves through the door, it's the opposite of ascended. Yeah,
0: it's not ascended. <laughs> it's
1: descended in a yeah. bad way. Um, look, like, just because you're ascended doesn't mean you can help everyone. Right. He's like, No, but I but can it- send. And then take human form again.
0: He does the the whole Thor thing. It's like, does it, though? Does it? Does it, though? I mean... <laughs> I feel like it does.
1: And uh, <laughs> she's like, yeah, you can do that, but you can't have that paper. You're not going to remember any of this. And good fucking luck ever ascending again, because I'm not going to help your ass a third time.
0: Won't you, though? Won't you? Yeah. I mean... That's my favorite just go-to now. <laughs> it's like, is it, uh, though? Just a constant, like, questioning, like, the 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 fake nice questioning of yeah. something like is
1: it m- m- is that is that the boy in the new tail end of the scene he sits down to begrudge begrud- begrud- begrud-
0: begrud-
1: begrudgingly uh-huh. eat his waffles yeah but he has no syrup and so he goes to a few tables asking for some syrup introducing yeah. himself they don't respond to him. Because
0: they're all assholes.
1: Uh, Oma brings him and noticed that none of these people are going to talk to him, she says, because he's not one of them yet.
0: Because they're asshole ascendants. Because apparently being ascendant means you're a jerk.
1: Yeah. And then some of them are actually ancients. Mm. And they're just watching him, mm-hmm. just like they're watching her. And they always are. Yuck. Who watches the Watchers? Me. So back in the SG-1 briefing room. Okay. Everyone but Daniel. Uh, Jack has some great scribbles in his reports. Like, if you look yeah. at his sheet, it's just covered in notes and doodles, doodles and
0: or whatever. Highlighter. He's the guy who goes a little too overzealous with the highlighter. I love highlighters. <laughs> um, if you highlight the whole page, then what is the point of highlighting?
1: Because the important part, then, is the non-highlighted part. Fair. <laughs> You've just reversed... Hi- it's just called reverse highlighting. Okay. <laughs> um... He's like, look, I really wish we had gotten rid of this weapon when we had the chance to get rid of this weapon. They're like, yeah, we uh, we get that, but like replicators, they kind of were a bigger problem at the time. Yeah. Um, but now that Jaffa has something, that's gotten mm-hmm. so that's cool. And why don't they just destroy it again? Jax? like, like now, is that? Can't we just...
0: Because I want it, basically, is what the Java like.
1: Yeah, basically, Britek's the... like, look, with, with, this is a symbol of our freedom now, mm-hmm. and we understand and revere the power, essentially, the device has, and this device is going to help ensure we continue keeping our freedom. Yeah, And everyone's like, everyone else, including Teal'c, are like, yeah... No one should have that power. Right. Yeah.
0: But I want it. But I want it. <laughs> That's really what this comes down to. And
1: in a new tail end of the scene,
0: uh-huh.
1: Sam's cell phone rings. Oh. And she picks it up and, like, sort of blushes and just kind of, like, turns it off and puts it away again. And, look, they're all in agreement except for Braytac. The weapon has to go. And we get a teal deed. Mm-hmm. And.
0: There's a lot of cell phone rings in this episode. Yeah.
1: And uh, they're. Hey, Jacob, you know how the Toker and the Jaffa already hate each other? So why don't you guys go tell the Jaffa they can't have their new destruction toy?
0: That'll go super well.
1: Well, that way it saves face with Earth. Mm-hmm. Earth doesn't have to ask the Jaffa because we still like each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they already don't like you. He's got nothing to lose.
1: Exactly. And oh, Walter then comes in. There's, <laughs> a, um, there's an urgent call for Sam. Yike. And you can tell it's Pete. Like you can,
0: you can tell. Well, I don't know, but I feel like if the first call was Pete, and then yeah. he called work, uh-huh. it's like, bro. Yeah. Unless you're dying, uh-huh. don't call my work.
1: And um, Sam's like, look, I, I don't, I don't know how long I'm gonna be. It, it could be an hour. I mean, it could be all day. Like,
0: your I just desperation don't know. is showing.
1: Yeah. And, and then.
0: let's talk about this for a minute because i think okay fine
1: i have to say the last part because then she goes yeah me too bye and i'm assuming he said i love you yeah and she's like yeah me too Uh bye gotta
0: go yeah oh here's the thing Uh i've been in a similar situation
1: as have i
0: where there's someone that you're kind of dating and you're like i I haven't figured out how to get out of this. Uh Right? That's enough on its own. But then we are busy working women with careers. I give people my cell phone number. I give nobody my work phone number. Yes. Nobody has my work phone number. This person called my work. Yes. This person called my work and it was like, hi. And I was like, no, no, no. No. You you don't get to do this.
1: Cross the line. Now, I give Pete tiny bit more than that because they're like fucking engaged. Still no.
0: Unless no. someone's in a car crash. Unless the house is on fire. Well, I, I'm, no.
1: I'm I'm saying it is it is not creepy uh-huh. that Pete knows her work number. Sure. Yeah. If you're like slightly dating someone and they know your work number or have discovered it on their own, yeah, that crosses a line not somehow. Cool. Yeah. But Pete, I'm assuming has the work number. Four emergencies right. but has abused the number in this case. That, yeah,
0: and I think that's where that's all of my hackles go up. Yeah. I'm not cool with any of that.
1: Well, and it gets even worse when you find out why he actually called. <sighs> and she comes back to the table and Jacob's like, uh weren't you supposed to meet Pete at the florist this morning? <sighs> He's she's like, Yeah, no uh nope, 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 not n- nope.
0: That's not me. That's James a difference. Like, no, yeah.
1: you were. You told me you're gonna pick out flowers for the wedding.
0: There's always the one person who's like, "Hey, shut up."
1: <laughs> That's what Sam's does. Yeah, he's like, "Shut up."
0: <laughs> <laughs> there was a one time I may have told this story before. Yeah. One time I was at the mall. Couldn't have been more than thirteen. Let's go to the mall. I mean, California girl. Yeah. So thirteen. I'm at the mall. Um, With my cousin, who's not my cousin, but my, you know, my cousin who's same age as I am. Um, And then our moms are there because that's who brought us to the mall. Of course. And so we're doing the thing where I'm like, walk ahead. I don't want to be seen Uh with my mom. Yep. And so I'm walking ahead. I'm walking ahead. And we're looking at these guys and we're passing these guys. And my mom's like, Grace, Grace, come look at this thing. And I'm ignoring my mom. Uh Uh-huh. And Annette's like, hey, I think your mom's calling you. I was like, shut up. (laughs) And she thinks I didn't hear her. Uh She's she's like, Gracie, your mom's calling you. And I'm like, fuck my life. (laughs) Fuck everything. But it's just that like, hey, hey, shut your mouth. Yeah. Hey, just uh, shut your mouth um, for a
1: minute. I never did that because I was never embarrassed by my mother.
0: (laughs) That's a great thing to say. I was not embarrassed by my mother. I was just a shitty teenager
1: Yeah, I wasn't that part. That's what it is. Yeah, I legitimately never Mm -hmm. pretended not to know my mother, I don't think. Yeah. Because I'm apparently an angel child. Here's what
0: I love about my mother is my mom understood what was going on. 100%. And at some point stopped calling my name because my mom is so cool.
1: That is pretty cool.
0: But Annette did not (laughs) figure that out, that my mom and I are connected. And I was like... Mom, the oh, boy's here.
1: Yeah, no, my mom and I connected, too. Like, yeah. we will somehow say things with our hands, like complex <laughs> ideas with our hands. Sure. And get the point yeah. across. Sometimes <laughs> we're even on the phone and don't cheat, see yeah. each other's hands.
0: That's good times.
1: Anyway, but the scene continues. Yes. With Jack, like, yeah, no, seriously, Sam, go wedding plan. Like, this is supposed to be your day off. Which makes the situation even more... He's like, no, go pick some flowers. Like, there's nothing for you to do here. She's like, no, seriously, I'm okay. I can be her at work.
0: Also, she probably gives no shits about planning the wedding.
1: A, she gives probably gives no shits about planning the wedding, but B, it's just the idea that she probably purposely said that there was something going on at work.
0: Yeah, so she wouldn't have to go anymore.
1: On her day off. So she didn't have to go and pick out flowers for her wedding with Pete. That
0: tells you that you probably don't want to have this wedding. Uh Uh-huh. Whether or not it says anything about her loving Pete, we'll find out later. But specifically, Uh, if you don't want to be part of the wedding, you don't want to have a wedding.
1: You don't want to have a wedding. But I think the bigger thing is, like, if you then are lying and then... Going into work in order to not plan That's, the wedding. It's that probably part a tells little something bit more than not having wanting to have a big wedding. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. I, I'm just saying the one specific thing is if you're not enjoying planning the oh. wedding, don't have a wedding.
1: I will say this: having recently gone through planning a wedding, mm-hmm. sometimes even when you want the wedding, you will not enjoy planning the wedding.
0: But what, will they say? I will say this. Did you not enjoy any of it oh, or no, did I enjoyed, you no, some yes. of it was just tough Well
1: that's and that's why I said sometimes yeah you will not enjoy planning the wedding
0: yeah and all the time I think it's more of there's a difference between something being difficult yeah and knowing that it's worth what you're doing yeah. versus not wanting to be part of it Exactly yeah
1: um but yeah Sam sort of death glares her father yeah. in this moment for like super cool blowing her cover <laughs> You know she would have been fine sitting in her lab, catching up on research and saying that it was vital for her to be at work in order to not go pick up flowers. Sure. So at the diner, Oma brings more coffee and she sits because man, are her dogs tired. (laughs) She said it so convincingly too. Mm -hmm. And he gets to the point. Why did she stop Daniel from killing Anubis last time? Hmm. And look, Oma says, you're going to be stopped either way. right? It's better for Daniel if Oma's the one that stopped him. Be- he's like, so you can leave me naked with no memories on a planet? She goes, look.
0: Look, you could have stopped that idea. naked.
1: Yeah. Not the naked part, but the other part. <laughs> the idea that it was Oma's idea that he was left naked on the planet?
0: Yeah, it's just for funsies. That's probably... <laughs> She doesn't like to return. And, you know, maybe there's something more poetic about it than that. She's like, you're brand new into this yeah. world again. You're born into it naked yeah. every time. Yeah, um, still. But, then, you know, there's just the added fun of it.
1: Yep. <laughs> so, you know, she doesn't just, like, it's the whole, okay. The idea that she doesn't just break some rules and not others. She knows which rules she can bend. Is very much the whole idea of, of like, art and Picasso.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Picasso, when he drew Lifelike, was fucking amazing. Yeah. He is, like, he can get all the fucking detail. He is an amazing, realistic, like, illustrator or, or painter and everything. hmm And that's why he was able to know which rules to break in order to, you know cubism and, yeah, yeah. and futurism and all these things he knew all the rules yeah therefore he knew what rules he could break yeah the idea of you can't break something down until you know how it's built
0: that's it's exactly it rules are meant for breaking however it is important to understand what rules you're breaking when yes. you do so um there has to be a sense of intent if you just don't know what you're doing
1: that's just chaos then
0: it's yeah but there needs to be some purpose. Yeah. But behind destruction. Like yes. if because sometimes destruction is necessary. Sometimes you have to break something down all the way to the bottom mm-hmm. and fuck all the rules um, but you have to understand the why.
1: Yes. So she she knows the rules. Yeah. She knows where the line is. Mm-hmm. So she knows how close to it she walks. Yep. She knows when she crosses it.
0: She's Johnny Cash. And she she walks the line.
1: She walks the line. Mm-hmm. And she pays for it dearly when she does. And she knows she's going to pay for it dearly when she does. She's not expecting to bend the rules and cross lines and save people without there being consequences. Mm-hmm. She's just fully ready to accept those consequences when they happen. Yeah. So Sam and Peter in a car in a new scene. Oh, yes. And he just wants to know, chocolate or vanilla? Huh. For the cake. In case she can't make it to the caterer. Ugh. So he knows what she wants.
0: Dude.
1: She's like, I'm really sorry. I really want to be part of this. He's like, yeah, I I, I mean... Do you, though? I hope you do, because it's also your wedding. Uh-huh. And it gets...
0: And the cake part is, like, the one part that everyone should enjoy.
1: It is fun. Yeah. She gets to eat cake.
0: No, like, the food and the cake... Both parties should be there.
1: I mean, I will admit, I enjoyed picking out the food more than the cake, but that's right. just because I'm not a super sweet person. But that's person.
0: what I'm saying, though. The food part is the one that, regardless of, you know, who you are in the wedding, yeah. um, you know, if there's two people involved, there's always these, you know, opposite likes and yeah. dislikes. Everybody likes food.
1: Everyone likes food. I'm really fucking proud of the food we had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was good food. Really good. We had a fucking taco bar. Yep. You did. Um, And he's like... This must be weird for you. He acknowledges it has to be weird for her. Mm-hmm. Planning a wedding and so knowing that aliens could attack at any minute. Sure. And he's like, "Did your um, did your dad like me?"
0: Oh, don't ask that question. He's don't really ask that hard, question.
1: He's really hard to read. "Did your dad like me?" Uh, She's like, "Yeah.
0: He said you were nice." Uh-huh.
1: Selmek thought you were charming?
0: Uh.
1: <laughs> and Pete has a surprise for her.
0: Oh, is this a surprise that I see? That we see?
1: In Jack's office, oh. uh, Braytek admits the, the council is unwilling to destroy the weapon. Mm. Because they think and they fear it's going to weaken them in appearance in front of the ghouls. It's become
0: this token. It It's not even about what the weapon is anymore, but it's become this symbol. It's the, yeah,
1: it's the symbol. Um,
0: And so if they destroy the symbol, they destroy... They, they haven't had a chance to build up what this symbol stands for yet, so they can't destroy it.
1: Well, it's like Earth's um, ancient chair in Antarctica, but, like, on a galactic destruction sure. level. Sure, yeah. And we get a second indeed of the episode, mm-hmm. as Teal agrees with Jack that Earth has to consider that weapon a threat to their security.
0: Yeah, it is. It's still a weapon, Yeah. But it's this symbol of something that stands for something else. Um, It's tough because there's just these two very separate but real definitions to what this thing is. And one of them drives you to think, yep, we got to get rid of it. And the other one's like, no, we can't get rid of it. Yeah. Um, You know, if we learn that the Statue of Liberty was going to destroy Earth because it's filled of whatever or something. Yeah. It wouldn't be an easy, like, yep, kill it. Yeah. You know, I just don't know that it would.
1: Well, and it's, well I, and it's also the concept of, you know, would Jack give up? Think think a more in-universe example. Would Jack give up the chair in Antarctica? Right. If it's Jafar, like, no, you can't have that chair?
0: Yeah. No. No. Not gonna happen.
1: So, Braytek um, was able to convince the council on this, though. Mm-hmm. If they kill Anubis then they will take a second look on destroying the weapon.
0: I, I have to correct something only because the way they said it is so much it's just it's it tells a lot of the character. It says when they kill Anubis. Yeah. We will kill Anubis. Yeah. Then we will destroy it. Yeah.
1: When they um, kill Anubis, they yeah. will give a second thought. They will relook at destroying the weapon. Because
0: they're badass motherfuckers. I just love that. It's it's such a small a grammatical thing yeah. that just reminds you of who these people are 100 when we kill Anubis 100% um,
1: and destroying Anubis is going to be a uniting factor yeah. for the Jaffa uh, and word has it that the rest of the Predators are on Tartarus hmm you know a planet whose name is very and
0: it's heavy. not yeah that doesn't <laughs> foreshadow anything at all I don't know what you're talking about
1: and the Jaffa <laughs> are readying a preemptive strike On Tartarus. Hmm. So in the diner, Daniel is just fucking pouring sugar into Uh his coffee. Sure,
0: why not? If you're dead already.
1: He's bored, needs a sugar high. Yeah. And he seems Jim and Oma like whisper fighting. Yeah. My favorite kind of fighting. (laughs) Also I'm incapable of whispering, so when I try to whisper someone (laughs) it's just everyone um, hears it. Loud.
0: It's a stage it's, whisper.
1: Well, uh, yeah, me whispering is like me talking at other people's normal volume.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you can't help it. It's who you are. Jim's am just inside. loud.
1: <laughs> uh, and, and Oma storms off and Daniel goes to sit next to Jim.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Daniel feels like they've met before.
0: Hmm.
1: He's like, yeah, we ran into each other the last time you were ascended. Side talk aside. I've, go ahead. Daniel's like, why are you talking to me? No one else here will
0: I love the embodiment of Anubis in this space because so if we think of Anubis right yeah. in in his regular space, Anubis is this guy who uh, tricked people into thinking he was a god yeah. in order to gain power, and this idea of like he he kind of shammed them, he bamboozled them, if you will, mm-hmm. he sold them some the snake oil salesman
1: uh, he has a he has a bridge and yeah something he's
0: like i've got um yeah. Basically, he's this guy. Where's that
1: bridge? Is it in Brooklyn?
0: I don't know. I'm always thinking of like I've got some ice to sell to to Eskimos or something yeah. like that. But anyway, that's who he is. He he duped the Jaffa into following him. So he dupes people for the sake of his power. And so in this is ascended place, the embodiment is a used car oh, salesman. Totally a used 1, car. One thousand percent smarmy used uh-huh. car salesman. Uh-huh. Which is exactly what Anubis it's is. It's so good. It's such a good uh, d- a distilling of, of what this a visual, person starts. Like this yeah. visual language. Yeah, and it's one just that perfect. It fits
1: perfectly in sort of this very classic 50s, 60s American yes. diner. Yeah.
0: Well, and this, and this need for excess, the uh-huh. constant wanting of stuff, yep. the slightly overweight man. Yep. Um the, this lack of self control that it sloth. seems to, yeah, the portray. The embodiment of sloth. Yeah, it's good times.
1: And gluttony.
0: Um, definitely I know gluttony. My
1: seven sins. I know some of them. I don't remember them <laughs>
0: all.
1: Those are like the only two I remember. Um, but Jim says he's different. He's like Oma, honestly. Mm. You know, and Daniel. Daniel got the feeling there was some friction between Jim and. And Oma, but no, it's just he. Uh, Jim tries to explain it that it's it's less friction, and just more uh, disagreements of hmm. how they both operate outside the rules. Sure, sure, sure. They 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 just don't agree on how far and which rules to bend.
0: Interesting. Which, so very interesting. To be fair,
1: is kind of accurate.
0: Yeah, he's not lying. He's not That's, lying. Again, he's just slippery.
1: And to 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 Jim. As long as the other ascended don't take him down or stop him, then what he's doing is just fine. Because
0: mm-hmm. no one's telling him no. Right. Right. It's He's not going to ask for permission.
1: If I reach in the cookie jar and I steal some cookies and no one catches me. So what? It's fine to keep going into the cookie yeah, jar.
0: That's what happens when you don't have any internal moral compass. What's morals? <laughs> Why morals? Why morals? Who morals? So
1: Daniel just doesn't know if he can sit by and let and watch anubis destroy every living thing in the galaxy Mm. and yeah jim's like that's uh it's tough (laughs) did you see the paper yeah by the way um it reads secret plan revealed Anubis' dastardly plot to regain ancient weapon of destruction.
0: So, again, if we consider what this moment is and who Jim is, this is the bad guy monolog uh-huh. Where you tell the good guys this your plan. This is the
1: Bond villain yeah. at the end of the film. Yep. Slowly doing... <laughs>
0: revealing.
1: Revealing everything before yes. he kills Bond.
0: So clever. I love it.
1: Jim gives Anubis three to one odds to succeed. Of course.
0: The irony is... Uh-huh. How the, modest.
1: It's that the ancient device was actually used to create life in the Milky Way after the whole plague James. thing.
0: J.M.S. So... Cool, cool, cool.
1: You know, he, he, Jim yells to the diner that someone, someone should really do something to stop him. But they're not.
0: No. Again, because he's like, look, I've learned that I can do anything I want, anywhere I huh? want. Um, Anubis is full Thanos.
1: Oh, full full um or is it i think no 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 i i I actually wouldn't compare him to thanos okay because thanos for good or ill did what he did because he thought it was the best thing for the galaxy
0: that's true he
1: was trying to do good in his his own head he was very much the hero of the situation oh sure
0: that's true whereas anubis is just Greedy. Destroy for the sake he of destroy. Is, yeah. It just feels good.
1: He it just feels good. He just literally he's selfish enough and wants the whole galaxy mm-hmm. to be made in his image. Yeah. Whereas Thanos is just trying to save half of the galaxy at the very least.
0: As far as he understands. To him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like
0: His moral code is just very different than what we consider to be Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. I gotcha. I'm I'm on board.
1: So Pete pulls up to a house with a for sale sign.
0: Oh, this part is cringy.
1: Sam has her eyes closed and she gets out of the car. And when she opens oh. them, she's a little shocked. Yeah. It's it's a really beautiful, adorable, I would buy this house in a millisecond if I could. Sure. A little bit of a craftsman style. Mm-hmm. It's stunning. Uh, it's apparently the house that matched... Her description of her ideal, of her perfect house, their first night together.
0: Make no mistake, it's a great house. It's a
1: very good house.
0: You don't buy a house without telling the person that you're buying a house for. Yes. You just don't. No. I don't... I don't think that's okay. No. And
1: inside of Sam, you can say... You can see Sam blue-screening. Yeah. Like, she... her her operating system freezes.
0: Uh-huh. I can't blame her.
1: Her software is glitching. She's, like, breaking.
0: Imagine. If, and they're not married yet. No. Imagine you come home and Bartender Nick's like, I bought a house. Yeah. It's, it's all the things you wanted. Well,
1: I will say.
0: Imagine you hadn't discussed. Now, go back in That's time. That's the
1: thing. That's the thing. Had we not discussed it...
0: That's what I'm saying. Go back in time. You and, had not and discussed had
1: it. had I been in the same position as Sam, is actually already being not 100% on
0: board... Even if you are on board. Even if you are on board. You're dating. Yeah. you're You're together. Yeah. You haven't discussed buying a house together. Yeah. This is not okay. Because here's the thing. When you buy a house you're not actually just buying a gift you have now committed someone to 30 years yeah. of something that's true it's like it's like buying someone a dog without them hinting that they wanted a dog yes you have now given this person a responsibility to manage yeah that you don't know if they wanted or i not. think
1: more than i think more than that because i have a hunch she owns her house it's more of like I didn't want to fucking move out of my house because I love my house. It's like
0: Luke and Lorelai all fucking over again. Yeah, I thought
1: you were going to move into my house. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yikes. Ah. Okay. Pete, you're not doing well this episode.
1: So, well, to be fair, you won't have to deal with Pete for much longer. At the diner.
0: Oh, boy. Daniel
1: wants to know if Jim can do anything to stop Anubis. Hmm.
0: He's like, yeah,
1: that's a... it's complicated
0: that's um, gonna be a no from me
1: I don't, I don't know if Oma's told you everything yet and Jim's yeah. like that's actually me saying too much as it is <laughs> and when Daniel presses it more Jim's like look you gave up internal enlightenment and all of the knowledge and power in the universe why would you do that Daniel Re- assumes says. it was to fight for humanity in any way that he could and and okay, well but you rejected everything Oma offered. Hmm. And she just offers it again to you? <laughs> yeah. Based on the goodness. And and Daniel's like, Well, I mean, isn't that her thing? Like she's
0: That's good. what she do. She's just good people.
1: And uh Jim Jim's like you don't know like do you know what happened between me and Oma yeah
0: no he's like hey dude we fucked but like like, not but like that's the conversation they're having he's
1: like you should really ask Oma uh huh yeah so at Jack's house (laughs) in in the non syndicated version we actually see Sam sitting in the car okay um but on Jack's deck he is burning meat on the grill so badly he's just yeah. pouring his beer on really the I'm really upset
0: about this meat because Jack should know better.
1: Uh-huh. He should 100% know how to grill meats.
0: Yeah. It's he literally just has to touch the fire for like a second and then it's done. it's meat.
1: It's well it's also especially I have a hunch that Jack would like his steak on the rare side of being yeah. rare. Yeah. So just Crank up that fire. Do you think maybe he's sides? just
0: awkward with the new girl? Like he likes her, but he's like, "I'm safe here."
1: I don't know. I maybe he, he just like forgot about the meat. Like he was, they were like snogging inside or something, and like forgot the meat yeah. on the grill.
0: <laughs> it's possible too.
1: So he's pouring beer on it. Which, also,
0: the tiniest squirrel that has ever existed in all of life.
1: Yeah, I could. I would see him. Well, I actually don't know if I would see him with like a bigger grill because part of me also very much sees Jack as like this grill works. Why get why?
0: I bet he has a nice one in undercover that was even like a gift from like his ex-wife who doesn't see him in a shitty way. Or yeah. something, but he's like, but then I have to take it out and clean it and use it.
1: Well, this, like I said, this is the one I almost see him, because the way it sort of sits is this may be the same one he uses over an actual fire pit and stuff. Yeah, and this it's is just his like, camping one. just like, this works. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Why? Yeah. I don't wanna. <laughs> I'm more of,
1: he's pouring beer <laughs> on the steak.
0: That's fine. I so mean. So
1: Sam comes around the corner of the house. Yeah. She's really sorry to bother him at home, especially without warning or without calling and Jack goes, the ins- you can see his eyes going, fuck. Yeah. And he glances towards the house.
0: Hey. So um, what? As he prays, brings you
1: here to cool. my backyard. Fuck. On Quickly
0: this too, so that you can leave fine soon. Fine
1: day. Shit. <laughs> and Sam's like, look, I've actually been sitting in a driveway for ten minutes trying to work up the nerve to talk to you, and honestly, the truth. How did is, she
0: not notice the second car? I don't know. Do you think she's just that far in her head? Maybe. Do you think she parked around the corner? Maybe if she did like say Carrie she parked, parked in the driveway.
1: The... But Carrie may have That's parked around. That's what I mean. Like
0: Carrie parked around the corner. Um I've done my share of clandestine meetings. You park around the corner and walk.
1: Or maybe they met somewhere for dinner and like her car is still at the restaurant it's or something. Far, it's possible. Like dinner the night yeah.
0: before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: boy. Um, but the truth is, Sam's like, I've been actually trying to work up the nerve for a oh lot no! longer Oh, no! The cringe! That. This episode is a lot of cringe! And then she's like... She she goes, Pete, put a down payment on a house.
0: Oh. And Jack... I let literal chills.
1: Jack's watching the dot, dot, dot ellipses and uh-huh. is like, but... Yeah. And genuinely here asks why. Like, you... The way that Jack says why to me, Mm -hmm. is more heartfelt than anything else he says in this entire scene. Yeah. And, uh... and, and And Sam admits she's having second thoughts about the wedding. The closer that the wedding gets, the more that she gets a feeling that this is a big, huge mistake feeling. And more glances to the house from Jack, just going, fuck! Shit! Um,
0: this is not good
1: and Sam's really sorry to bother him and and if she doesn't tell him this now then she might never and at that exact moment yep. is when Carrie burr, comes bam
0: she goes full Kool-Aid man <laughs> like they yep. might as well uh-huh. yeah
1: and she sees Sam and then Jack and just kind of freezes and all sides are like
0: Fuck, everyone's just in uncomfortable <laughs> land. This is all very uncomfortable and you can, land.
1: You can almost see Sam's heart breaking.
0: Ugh. You know... And honestly,
1: a little bit of Jack's heart too. Because Jack can play dumb all he wants. Jack knows exactly what Sam was about to say.
0: Uh, uh, yes. Jack jump but the gun
1: Jack is also honorable enough that he would have continued the relationship with Carrie had she wanted to mm. and sh- until was- he
0: got to the point where Sam got with Pete and was like I don't want to yeah I'm not actually interested in this um it's it's a tough one because Jack's like you moved on yeah so I moved on uh-huh. you showed up at my house yeah. I was not parading this woman around no. you this no. is very weird and uncomfortable and then poor Sam also has terrible wardrobe in this episode. Let's talk about this for a second. She's wearing a silver skirt uh-huh. that is a solid two sizes too big for Sam, uh-huh. because we know how Sam dresses. Mid two thousand five. Yeah, it's it's they didn't pin it to her properly. It's got a bunch of weird ruffles, and then she's wearing the most like covered up cardigan set, in ever. I
1: may have a different color cardigan set, but I may have.
0: But it's like, it doesn't go with the skirt.
1: Yeah, I may have.
0: (laughs) It doesn't make sense for the woman who rides motorcycles to be in that skirt.
1: So, uh, well, there's multi facets to Sam Carter. That's just
0: not her style. She is a
1: well-rounded human being. Put her
0: out here in some really cool boot cut denims. She wears that too. And a leather fucking jacket. She wears that too. All I'm saying is that's what she would wear to see Jack.
1: She was wearing that earlier at the house, though, too. Same day. Yeah. Same day. Yeah. So Jack is like, we were talking about the state of affairs. Mm-mm. Of all, that's why Carrie's here with the, and he's gesturing with the beer bottle so that the beer is flying out of the bottle. That's,
0: that's the best part of that whole scene.
1: In in a very calm panic, he's <laughs> he's a duck on the water, Uh and his legs are, like, triple fucking timing to get away from this situation.
0: What do I do? Yeah. It's definitely Um, uncomfortable, it's definitely weird, and he's like, Get me out! give me out! Yeah. <laughs> they, they
1: didn't want anyone at the SGC to know about Jack and Carrie, and and Sam is like, I should have called first
0: before. And the, no, came. please, this is my fault. Retreat,
1: retreat. Yeah. And
0: look, my phone is ringing. They're all trying to like <laughs> step into the bushes like Homer yeah. Simpson, <laughs> all three of them at the same time. At um, some point, here's what you do. Yeah. Here's what you do, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You double down. You go, this is awkward as fuck. I'm going to take off my shirt and jump in the pool or the lake. (laughs) Y'all want to join me? There's no lake there. There is a lake by his house? That's
1: in Minnesota. Damn it. That's his cabin.
0: Oh, that's right. It's his cabin. Yeah. Then you say, I'm going to take off my (laughs) shirt anyway and run around the house. Y'all want to join me? Because then it's already the most uncomfortable, worst thing ever. (laughs) Let's just double down and own this. We're all beautiful people. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. And now you have a glimpse into what Grace was before she became an adult. <laughs> and by before an adult, I mean before the age of thirty.
1: <laughs> you mean yesterday? Yeah.
0: Like, look, this is weird. Anyway, let's just go full Mr. in, Phil monty. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Quite literally.
1: But actually, the phone ringing is a shitty call. <sighs> About her father, and she has to go.
0: Saved by the bell, except opposite. Yeah.
1: At the diner, Oma tells Daniel that he can't stay here forever. Mm. And Daniel doesn't just want to, like, die. So let's talk about why he doesn't want to ascend. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's not, like, doubting things. Maybe there's something Oma's not telling him. She's like, don't listen to Jim. Why? Why? Because
0: Yeah, what do you got to hide? Oh, great answer! Yeah, super cool. Yike.
1: Yike. So Sam finds her father in mm-hmm. ICU, essentially. Uh, Jacob and Selmak are both sorry. They didn't want to ruin things. Selmak is dying. And normally when Toker die, uh, they can save the host. They can essentially... Right. What's the, what's the uh, Japanese with the samurai... Where they kill themselves. Oh, uh, it's a name that I always mispronounce.
0: I can't. my My brain can't. You know what I'm talking about, right? Though it's not harakiri, is it?
1: I think it's not because that's what I think it is, but it's not that one. Okay. It has an S in it. We'll find it. Okay. Anyways, um, normally the Tokra do that. Okay. And. But that takes effort. Seppuku. Seppuku. I knew it was an S in it. Yep. But I was like, I always think, I always say in my head it's it's Harry Carey and I know that's not right. Yeah. It's Harry Carey. Harry
0: it's, Carey.
1: That's not right either. Um, no, but normally the Tok'ra self-sacrifice mm-hmm. to save the host. Because, again, that's everything that the Tok'ra are about. That the host is is unique and the host right. is 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 worthy of a full life as the Tokra are. Yeah. And the problem is is that Selmac wanted to die weeks ago and yeah. save Jacob. And Jacob wouldn't let him.
0: Because reasons. Things were bad things were happening.
1: Because they needed Selmac to mm-hmm. help stop the replicators. Yep. And but right after they activated that weapon, Selmac went into a coma. Mm-hmm. And Jacob didn't want to spoil the wedding for his only daughter.
0: That sucks. I, I, it just does. It's it.
1: It's one of those things where it sucks, and you can't blame him. But also that sucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, it was just bad timing. There's no good
0: answer to no. that. Yeah.
1: And Jacob thought that Selmac could hold on long enough,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but Selmac is about to die, and Jacob is going to die with him. And Sam, like, Sam's been fighting for this whole scene as it builds, uh, but her dam finally breaks at the end of the scene. Because <sighs> normally yeah. the Tok'ra can remove a ghoul, but the problem is they remove a gould instantaneously, so, like, before the gould can release the toxin Whereas that it releases and dies. He's already... He's, he's already essentially releasing the toxin, because he's yeah. already dying. Yep. So... Jim and Daniel sit next to each other at the diner.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. He Jim's like, "You, you, she wouldn't tell you, would she?" And tells Daniel that he had to find out himself last time as well, and you were just as pissed. Hmm. Daniel's like, "What? Like, what? What do you know about Anubis?" Jim goes, "And it's me." (laughs) <laughs> and 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 Daniel admits that he's half ascended, and um. Well, the half ascended deal means that the the. The others, use their powers like stop him from using his powers to affect things on a cosmic level. Right, basically, he
0: can only ruin the things that he could ruin before.
1: Exactly, it's mm-hmm. okay. He can do whatever he could do if he was still a jafar. We
0: already opened that window, yep. so fine.
1: Yep. And um if that means destroying the galaxy, I mean he would have been able to destroy the galaxy with his weapon if he was still a a regular old Gould. Fuck.
0: What a shitty And rural. what does this
1: have to do with Oma? Daniel asks. Mm-hmm. Well I mean Gould are bad. And Nubis is the worst of the Gould.
0: Oma did the thing.
1: And Daniel fits the pieces together. Essentially requires someone to be pure of spirit, mm-hmm. good to the very core of their being. Uh so I mean Oma helps people, but she'd never help Anubis of all people. Mm-hmm. Jim's like not on purpose.
0: No. Again, the Smarmy trickster tricksy trickster uh-huh. that he is bamboozled Oma.
1: Yep she knows better on people up to ascension and mostly they have been great additions to the ascended family yeah but nobody's perfect and mm-hmm. daniel then realizes that oma helped anubis ascend cool cool cool. and she shows up and kicks jim under the diner yeah
0: well she's pissed now yeah i don't blame her
1: back at the sgc icu sam tells jake the number of the I want to come and pay their respects and mm-hmm. we know this is where i mentioned before we know the Toker can remove Gould. It's not going to work this time.
0: Right. We're already aware that it's too late. It's this is just where it is.
1: But, I mean, Jacob should have been dead years ago. He says. True. And all of this time has been a gift. I mean, it's bonus time.
0: Yeah. Anything you live beyond what's originally intended, or like, if you any close call that any of us ever have, even in our lives, it's like, well, fuck. Yeah. I made it past that one. Exactly. Yeah. And.
1: Jacob just wants to know that Sam is going to be happy. Mm-hmm. And she says she is. And Jacob says, don't let the rules stand in your way.
0: <gasps> what? This whole episode is about rules, y'all.
1: And Sam is confused. Breaking all the rules. And, and he says, you can still have everything you want. And we all know that she knows exactly what uh-huh. Jacob is talking about. Yep. But I think for her own self-preservation... She denies and probably even tells herself that she doesn't know what he's talking about. It's
0: so toxic. It's so toxic. We'll talk about this more at the end.
1: So in in Jack's office, Carrie comes in, asking Mm -hmm. how Sam's father is. Don't go there. And she closes the door, which is symbolic, Carrie says. Look, she likes him. Yeah. They're good together. Jack's like, yeah, I'm following the ellipses. There's Uh a but after that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She's like, you have issues. No shit, Sherlock. Yeah. She's fine. She's Mm -hmm. like, we all do. But there's a big, like, Samantha Carter-shaped one.
0: Yeah, that there's no going around.
1: Because everyone in the world sees this. Yeah, the
0: entire universe knows what's going on. Uh Like, literally universe. Because at some point, even um, Thor's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. What are you guys doing?
1: (laughs) And... She can't love with, I mean, live with that one.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And she needs to jump ship now before she gets in too deep that she can't jump
0: ship. This next part makes me love Carrie.
1: Oh, I, and I give, I love her and I give her so much credit for being like, I understand this. I'm not steady, stepping in the middle of this. Yeah. Because I deserve someone who's actually devoted to also me. Also on
0: top of it. Yeah. Let me give you something helpful. Yeah. And yeah. she's
1: like, look, I, I still want to work together. Mm-hmm. we agree this would not affect the job i love this job yes like you are not worth losing this job over. right
0: right you guy i dated for like a week are yeah. not worth me losing a job as
1: awesome as you are yeah we think you're great
0: yeah uh there are others <laughs> yeah
1: there are and i love her for having feel like yeah this could be something fucking spectacular yeah you're distracted <laughs> I'm worth more than you being distracted. Sure. And there's nothing against you in any way. And also
0: can you not be distracted? Go do a thing yeah. the thing with the thing that the person. Yeah.
1: yeah. And she's And here's how <laughs> And she's like before she goes, one thing she doesn't understand. Is the Air Force the only thing keeping the two of you apart?
0: Or is it your own stupid toxicity?
1: Yeah, because uh if it is, you're both making giant fucking mistakes. Mm hmm and I'll give him credit, he does not play dumb. Yeah. He doesn't go like, I don't know what you're talking about. No,
0: he's just like, you got me. He's like, yeah. Yeah, got me. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, He says, you should retire. He's like, again. And she's like, the president has appointed a civilian to run the SGC before.
0: Mm -hmm. Just a thought. Dude, it's such a great thought. How have neither of them come to this? And you can see the gears
1: turning in his head. They've
0: been so caught up in how they can't have each other. Yeah. This I had this conversation with domestic partner boyfriend Jesse, and he says, do you want them to hook up? And I said, you know, I don't know anymore because they've been so obsessed with this barrier between yeah. them that I worry that the only thing keeping them together is this barrier is as contradictory. I- is
1: the idea that it's forbidden fruit.
0: Right. So what happens when you drop that barrier, and they have to be actual people? Can they overcome that?
1: I will say there is one moment in mm. this episode, and I'll tell you what it is. Okay. And you probably can imagine your head. Yeah. That I think is such a, a a natural and real moment. Okay. That it is proof that yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll get to it.
0: It's like can they get out of their own way? Yeah. Can they get out of their own way?
1: So in a new scene. Mm. Uh, fleet of Jaffa's ships heads towards Tartarus. Braytex, like, this... This time... This is time for this ancient warrior to fight his final battle. And looks like, uh-uh-uh. N- no, old man. We need your wisdom and your sound judgment for many goddamn years to come. Bitch,
0: please. Yeah.
1: And he's like, no, no, no. We need youthful vital leadership. Like, you're the future. Not me. And... Teok's like, you're only as old as you believe yourself to be. Mm. Bratek's like, dude, talk to me again in 50 years.
0: <laughs> when your bones start hurting.
1: And, and <laughs> Teok's like, indeed, I will talk to you in 50 goddamn That's years. That's
0: right, I will, motherfucker, because you ain't going anywhere. And Bratek
1: smiles. Yeah. So at the diner, Oma and Daniel are still talking. Mm-hmm. Y- yes, it's true. Anubis tricked Oma. He did old research. He came to Keb. He knew the exact script he had to tell Oma. Shit. And when he realized, when she realized she was fooled, it was too late. She tried to undo it and she couldn't. And that's when the other stepped in. And sending him halfway back is her punishment.
0: So is she just like not the smartest? Or is she just that open hearted?
1: I think it is. She is that open hearted. And Anubis took advantage of it. Yeah.
0: Damn. That sucks, Oma.
1: She had never had a situation where someone was faking.
0: Right. I, I just... I I feel like...
1: Like, she... You, she
0: should have some sort of bullshit detector.
1: I have a hunch that it's not necessarily a question of her bullshit detector. Oh. I have a hunch that his deception number is that high.
0: Yeah. That's fair.
1: Uh, So, she, he was warned not to use any knowledge or any power that he wouldn't have gotten as a Gould.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she gets to watch him wreck havoc across the galaxy as her punishment. Good times. Powerless to interfere and just watching him stomp over things like a child in Lego bricks.
0: I'm, I'm surprised that Anubis hasn't pushed the limit. I'm surprised that he hasn't just gotten himself eliminated. Because I he think, doesn't seem like the guy with that so much self control.
1: Well, but I think I think he I think he is. Because I think he understands the fact that if he did push the limits, the other the others would step in right and deal with him. He's like, I already have more power.
0: Yeah, this is so all I need. Yeah. It
1: takes me an extra fifty years. What the fuck is fifty years yeah. to someone who's now
0: immortal? That's true. Damn it. And Damn it, Anubis.
1: So she's tried to help when she can to make up for this. Um, mm-hmm. they haven't stopped her from helping more people to ascend.
0: So question, does that mean Daniel actually earned his ascension fully or was he just kind of, was he just kind of handpicked by Oma?
1: I have a hunch that my headcanon is Daniel would have gotten there if given the chance. Mm. If he knew to go to Keb yeah. and he had the time, he would have gotten there. Almost saw that and was like, "Here's a leg up.
0: Yeah, here's a little fast pass for you. Here's
1: a fast pass to the front yeah. Of the line. Yeah, And the moral stance that Daniel has,
0: but it almost shows how she didn't learn her lesson with Anubis.
1: Oh no, she she acknowledges. She, yeah. She she knows, and she still helps because yeah. what are they going to do now?
0: Yeah, that's. True. I already have
1: this punishment. This mm-hmm. is me trying to make up for it But I, I'm more careful now with the people I select. Fair. And the moral stance Daniel has is about how wrong that is as punishment. Yes. The idea that the entire galaxy is so small and so insignificant to the ascended others Mm -hmm. that they're... Willing to just sacrifice this entire galaxy. And, and not even just
0: sacrifice, turn a blind eye. Yeah. Like just to be like, ignore it.
1: They know it's happening. But yeah. you are like, this is almost punishment. Yeah. Just watch its entire galaxy die.
0: That's such bullshit. And yeah.
1: apparently, this is exactly what Daniel thought last time. Hmm. And she tries calling out to the other patrons there, or he, Daniel does. Yeah. Going off on them for not. Giving a shit that a whole galaxy of innocent people who were enslaved and tortured have to be destroyed as yeah. insignificant, and that they should die because one person made a mistake trying to do something good. Yeah. And he tries to shake, shake someone's shoulder, but it's just like light emits from them. It's a
0: great metaphor for, you know, if it's not happening on our shores, we don't care. Yeah. Wow. Wow.
1: And um, he's like, I know you can hear me. Mm -hmm. Hasn't she suffered enough? Hasn't your point been made? And almost like, that's the thing. They don't think the point's been made. I keep breaking the same goddamn rule. That's why you're here.
0: Yeah, you know, and in their eyes, yeah, she does. She keeps breaking the rule. So it's like, okay, you clearly haven't learned not to fuck with things.
1: And she's like, but who cares if I stopped? Like the problem would still be here. Anubis would still be here.
0: She's deep in this, ugh, clusterfuck.
1: Like, there's nothing that's going to change by me stopping. Mm-hmm. So why don't I just keep continuing? Yeah. yeah. They're not going to... They're If she's good for a thousand years, they're not going to destroy Anubis, and Anubis' destruction will already be done.
0: Yeah. It's... She made this mess. There's no way out of the mess, because no one's going to clean it up, so she might as well just keep cleaning it up. Yeah. Yeah, she's already, she's already touched the crime scene. Yeah. So why not?
1: Anubis can't be killed by Oma or by Daniel.
0: Yeah, fuck.
1: In a new scene,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: the Jaffa arrive at Tartarus, and no one's there. Hmm. The defenses hmm. they fought through are automatic. Fuck. They've been hoodwinked, and now they have minimal forces defending Dakara.
0: Cool, cool, cool.
1: And Braytag realizes how foolish they've been. By not destroying the weapon. Um, yeah. So Sam watches from the observation level as the choker come to visit her dying father. And Jack comes in. He's like, you okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She says she's good. Clearly that's a lie.
0: You, There's no being good. There's no, it, no. No. And also asking, are you okay, is not a good question. No. Because the answer is no. The answer is no. What, I think the right... Uh, look, everyone's trying their best. But I think maybe the question is what can i do for you
1: yes but i also with the, since i have a little bit of jack's personality uh-huh him going are you okay is him going what can i do yeah. for you
0: yeah that's fair
1: it's like you have to get who's saying it and you can't when you're the person who's in you can't in sure. sam's place yeah, get that, except- and it's it's
0: one of those things too, where even that's not the greatest. You yeah. know what I've learned is the best thing to do is to ask things like, "Have you eaten today?"
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, and then just go from there. And usually people forget that they are still alive, um, regardless of what else is happening. So it's like, hey, do you need some? Let me get you some water. Yeah, and
1: because <laughs> chances put are, food in front of yeah. you. Yeah. Um, Sam says that she thought she lost. Her father years ago. In these past years, they've been closer than they've been her entire life. Like, Selma gave her the father that she didn't know. Yep. And Jack pulls her in, putting his arm around her. Mm. And she holds this, holds his hand. Yeah. the way that, it sounds weird, like, the way that she rubs her thumb across her hand, Uh that is a very... Intimate. intimate thing mm-hmm. to me, yeah. That's the sign to me, that if they let the walls down, they would be fine.
0: Oh yeah, they just there's just a lot of squishy there.
1: There's a whole lot of squishy. Mm-hmm. There's some serious shit they have to work through. But the fact that that is such a natural, instinctive thing on both of their parts, yeah. That just holding someone's hand is is a thing. Like it's sure. It's like a step. But it's for some reason to me that little motion of like rubbing someone's ha- hand like that yeah is a very you only do that with very few people. In That's your life.
0: fair.
1: Yeah. Um, Yikes. And she thanks him for just being there with her, mm-hmm. and he replies, "Always."
0: Like the Snape. That he I is. am
1: just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Deathly Hallows came out two years after this. The book? I'm just saying J.K. Rowling was a Stargate fan. <laughs> the book came out in 2007. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying maybe J.K. Rowling stole it from Stargate.
0: It's possible. It's very possible.
1: Very possible.
0: Yep, I dig it. Yeah, I'm for that's it.
1: now my headcanon.
0: Mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling is a fan of Stargate.
1: Yeah, 100%. Uh,
0: Jack is a Gryffindor. Oh, Sam 100%. is a Ravenclaw. Uh-huh. Daniel is a Hufflepuff. Yep. Um, Teal is, is a Gryffindor. A Gryffindor. <laughs> um,
1: I can't think, except uh, for bad guys, I can't think of,
0: I don't know if we have... Slytherins?
1: I will say this. I will say that there is a character uh-huh. that you will see.
0: McKay might be a Slytherin.
1: McKay is too much of a Ravenclaw. That's fair. Uh, he's like, he may have been a hat stall uh-huh. between the two, but he's going to have his choice. He's, he's going to take Ravenclaw. Clever
0: and cunning. Like, he's going to save his ass.
1: That's what I'm I think he was a hat stall between yeah. them, but he would have wanted Ravenclaw, so the hat would have Fair. been with Ravenclaw. But there is a character that exists in the Stargate verse <gasps> okay. that I can't talk about yet. Oh, boy. Who is 100% a Slytherin. Awesome. You will get to meet this person soon. Okay. That's all I'll say. Okay, good. You may have met this person. You may not have met this person. <sighs> too
0: many questions. You may have met questions. this person in a
1: different guys before.
0: Ah, too many questions. Okay, <laughs> okay. Got it, got and it. And
1: I'm not even saying which series it's in either. Yike. So Sam gets a nod from a toker in the room that it's time. She mm. heads in. She kisses her father's forehead. And he mm. smiles at Sam for one last time, tells her he loves her, and dies. And Sam sits there helpless to help her father. And Jack sits there helpless to help Sam. Damn it. So back at the diner, Jim walks up to Omen Daniel, gloating. Then Anubis took half their fleet away from Takara, and those left are being slaughtered right now as we
0: speak. Super so a matter of cool. time before Anubis
1: gets that weapon in his hands. Awesome times. Tina's like, you almost sound happy about that.
0: Yeah, bro. This is where. <laughs>
1: I believe this is the point where you're like, is that Anubis? Yeah.
0: I mean, Daniel and I are at about the same pace here. We're <laughs> like, <are>. oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> like, what the hell do you have against Oma? You're like just rubbing this in, taking pleasure from her punishment. And, and, and Jim's like, I don't have anything against Oma. She's great. She's fantastic. Yeah. She's the one who helped me ascend.
0: No. And he smirks. Oh, and, and there's a creeple Daniel, laugh. Daniel,
1: you figured it out, huh?
0: It's creepo laugh time. Jim Nubis!
1: <laughs> Any evil laughs. Ugh.
0: So do you get to choose your ascended body? I have no idea. I why? wonder why. Why? Why he went with Jim Nubis. Well
1: here's the thing. I don't here's what I don't know. Is that, is their chosen ascended body, or is that the avatar that Daniel's brain puts them in?
0: Yeah, or, yeah, or what, how Anubis chooses to appear to Daniel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the diner was chosen out of Daniel's memory. That's true.
0: So maybe everyone has to follow the rules of the diner.
1: And, and, and part of me wonders if that is how Oma would look to everyone.
0: Yeah. That's fair. You know. Yeah, I gotcha. So
1: outside the house that Pete just bought, Oof. we catch the end of the breakup conversation. Pete sort of thought that when Sam said yes, I mean he he he's not blind. He knew there was uh. something between Jack and Sam, but kind of thought with her saying yes that maybe it was, and he kind of trails off. And
0: here's the thing is these are the questions you. Address head on before you before engaged. you ask for a hand in marriage. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You don't try to distract from them by asking for a hand in marriage. No, you say, "Look, I love you, and I'd like to move this forward, but I've got to understand what's really going Listen, on." I
1: don't think I don't, I don't think there's not agreement and consensus that this was a flawed relationship from the start. Yeah, remember that part where like Pete spied on her?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: In the beginning...
0: Poor Pete. He's going to have a long road back to health. Yeah. Mental health.
1: Um, or
0: just romantic health.
1: Not saying that Sam is innocent in the issues of no, this relationship. No, no, that's what
0: I mean. Like, they are both had a lot of fucked up shit to yeah. deal with through this. And in their attempt to be kind to each other, they were actually just being nice, and it's not the same thing no. as kindness. And then fucking hurt each other.
1: Yeah, and... And he's like, don't tell me that you weren't worth the risk cause, and, and don't tell me that I deserve better because both of those are lies. Ugh. No one's better than Sam, which she's like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, all, he can, all he can say is that he hopes
0: she gets what she wants.
1: Instead of just ending it there, uh-huh. Sam's like, that's it?
0: Again. Again. <laughs> you know what, Sam? I love you. <laughs> Fuck off. That's all you get. That much. Sorry, I keep coming out of the shot, y'all. um Yeah, that's the real fuckery of it all. It's like, n- no, this is this is all you get. Yeah, this is what you get. Give the man, let him, let him leave here with some dignity. Uh huh. What do you want from him? To be fine with you? To be pleased with you? He's yeah. not going to be. Like, he's you, he's me, allowed to hate you.
1: Do you want me to get on my knees and beg? Like, yeah. And she's like, no. It's I just like thought when, you'd react differently. She might as well
0: have asked, "Can we stay friends?" And yeah, it's like, no, we can't. No, we absolutely cannot. No, yeah. And that is okay.
1: That is hundred percent okay. Yeah.
0: Sometimes, sometimes things can happen, and and a relationship cannot work out, and people can be friends. This situation is not, not, not one of them.
1: And and Pete is like, "Look, lady, I'm trying to leave here with some dignity and self respect." No shit. Just, like,
0: but what? also, Pete, just go. Late. Just go. And he does.
1: He says goodbye and he yeah. walks away. And he tears the sold sign off the house as he leaves. Yeah. So in the briefing room, Tealk admits that Dakara has fallen to Anubis. Greatak and the rest of the fleet won't make it back to Dakara in time because Anubis mm. now has the weapon.
0: What do now?
1: Jack's like, let's nuke it. Yeah. Jack's like, um, I'm pretty sure they have their own like iris up like we do. Nuke it. It's <laughs> not gonna make it. And Sam is at least. Like, look, if we dial the Alpha site, then at least then we can't be dialed in from Dakara. Uh-huh. And Jack's like, stop talking and go do it.
0: Yeah, this is the part where I was like, if this is another fucking two-parter, I swear to God. Because he's like, oh, we can stall it for 38 minutes. Uh-huh. It's like, don't you talk to me like that.
1: So in the control room, Sam quickly has Walter dial, But the gate is faster and starts mm. dialing in before Walter can dial out. He closes the iris. But the iris is not going to stop the weapon. There's no iris code. It's shit. too late. Shit. Jack orders self destruct. sam's like, I'm pretty sure this is gonna do Jack shit. Yeah. Jack's like, What else do we have?
0: We gotta do something. Hail
1: Mary. Set the self destruct sequence. Yeah.
0: So at the diner, Ooh.
1: Anubis is like, the the coffee's great. Guts to go. Destroy the galaxy.
0: Rumble at the diner.
1: Uh, Daniel, in attempt to do something, anything, uh-huh. runs at Anubis through huh?
0: Anubis. Yep.
1: There's nothing you can do, he laughs. You don't have the power.
0: Fucking fuckered.
1: But Oma does. And she stands up, morphing into like morph like white light morphs into the white suit that we saw her wearing. Oh yeah, Lydia. she
0: becomes Oma the, the white.
1: Yeah, Oma the White.
0: <laughs> <laughs> The uh, she white. was wearing
1: gray, isn't it? Gray I, I, She might have been, yeah. Noma the gray, Noma the white? Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, all the guests just slowly turn their heads to Oma.
0: But again, because it's a rumble in the diner. Mm-hmm. They're all about to throw down their dollars.
1: Look, she can't kill Anubis, but she can fight Anubis. Uh-huh. And it won't be about winning. It'll be about distracting him. Fighting him forever. Fuck. Distracting him from doing anything else except fighting her. Shit. Something she should have done long ago. Mm-hmm. And she walks over to him. They both morph into light rising through the ceiling. And Dan is just like, what just happened? What a
0: shitty situation for Oma. But yeah. damn.
1: But again, that, I feel like that is Oma owning owning up to her actual punishment that's actually
0: a more appropriate punishment yeah like now you have to roll this hill this boulder up the hill yeah because
1: because before Omo was like oh my punishment is watching him destroy this galaxy and and i'm still going to be helping people yeah so if i if i ignore the whole destruction of the galaxy i just keep doing what i was going to do before right it's like a half punishment yeah And in here, she's like, no, I'm actually going to own up and break the rules.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's also the idea of like, okay, you made this mess, you deal with the mess. Uh Uh-huh. Which makes more sense. Yeah.
1: In the control room, the self-destruct is at seven seconds, and it counts down. Hmm. And starts slowing. It's a Daniel! And actually stops at one second. 1.26 seconds. And the wormhole shuts down. And they stop the self-destruct. Hmm. Hmm. So Braytek later on comes back and is like, hey, Anubis kind of just disappeared. And and without Anubis, the Predators were disorganized, confused me. Just kind of picked them all off. Yeah. And Teal'c says that many Jaffa died at Takara. Uh Mm-hmm. But those that survived are now united as never before, and they all agree that the weapon has to be destroyed because, duh. Because reasons. And instead, at the site of the weapon, they're going to put a memorial.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: And Sam is like, what the actual fuck exactly happened? Yeah, somebody explain things to me
0: because my dad died. Yeah. And I broke up with my fiance, so Uh I've been a little bit distracted. A little bit distracted. Yeah.
1: And Anubis was about to wipe off all life in the galaxy. And then he just stopped and is gone. And we get a third indeed. Hmm. And Jack's like... Think it was Daniel?
0: (laughs) It was definitely, definitely Daniel. And of course, Jack's the first one to be like, Daniel did it.
1: Here's the thing. I don't know if it was Daniel.
0: It wasn't. It was Oma. Yeah. But that's what Jack... Well, that's my thought. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Oma did this.
1: Yeah, 100% Oma did this. Yeah.
0: But... To give Daniel some credit, yeah, yeah, yeah. without the prompting and this the dialogue, she may have not have jumped true. to that decision. Um,
1: and off screen, you can hear Daniel yelling, it wasn't me! <laughs> Jack's like, am I finally losing my mind?
0: Yay, all done now.
1: It's coming from inside the
0: house. <laughs>
1: and before Daniel can tell anyone to not come into Jack's office, Jack yeah. does hey. and is shocked to find more daniel than should
0: so here's why why do we think so he jack's a military man yeah works out Uh uh-huh probably goes to the gym yeah seen naked men before Uh
1: uh-huh oh probably seen daniel naked
0: what part is aside from him being back yeah why does the nakedness shock jack
1: i think it's just more of like They're not in a locker room. This is not a place where nakedness should exist.
0: It's outside of its space? Yeah. I think it's a schlong. It might be. (laughs) That's all. He's just just like, hey, why is it awake? Yeah, (laughs) Like, I think that's what it is. It's like, oh, what's going on? Why why is it awake in my office? (laughs) 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 Like, not the size or anything weird (laughs) like that, but it's like... Or you know, like there's been moments when people are asleep and they first wake up and things are awake and things happen. Like, I I imagine if you come back from the dead, like blood goes everywhere, (laughs) like rushes everywhere. (laughs) So I think that might be what the like. Oh, jump back! Yeah.
1: Sure.
0: (laughs) I'm trying to be as as uh, non-gross as possible, but that you're succeeding
1: so well. Uh, and then and then looks around to find anything. Yep. Goes not the American flag. Nope. Obviously. God no. Here, let me pull the SGC flag <laughs> yeah, down and, and hands it to Daniel, <laughs> yeah. who comes out wearing only the Stargate flag. Uh, oh yeah. In a scene that has been gifted a thousand times. Well,
0: yes. I'm surprised there's not a full, uh, dual page layout poster of that. That somewhere. may
1: probably exist somewhere. Probably I mean. Uh, Sam blushes real hard and like uh-huh. looks
0: away, and yeah, then it's don't like,
1: look at it. It's <laughs> I mean, literally like seeing your brother. Like yeah, that.
0: yeah. It's like that's ah, not. Ah, anywhere I don't want to that.
1: Don't want to. Uh, uh, uh,
0: I just gotta. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't think about don't that too hard.
1: And Braytech is just like I can appreciate a fine specimen uh, yeah. of a human being. So, why is this
0: man not a fighter? There's a lot going on there.
1: Uh huh. Brayton is is like as if it is a Michelangelo sculpture. He's
0: an advocate for virility. He is.
1: (laughs) And Daniel's like, this is a long story. Jack is trying to look anywhere that is not his best friend. (laughs) Sam is like, this is. I can Can I go? go. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's kind of perfect.
1: Final scene. Yeah. Jack finally gets the whole team to his cabin in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Sam's like, this is this is actually really great. Why haven't we done this years ago? Jack's like, don't go there, lady.
0: Yeah, don't even at I me. I have been don't offering this
1: for years. Don't
0: at me, bro.
1: <laughs> They're here now, at least. That's all that really matters. And Sam just confirms, there's no fish in that pond.
0: No, and you know what that is? That is, to me, um, proof that jack is an enlightened being yeah, yeah that in itself is a zen Cohen.
1: well see what 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 my favorite thing is is that we've been seeing this cabin now for many many years and we've seen mm-hmm. him fishing at this cabin a couple times over the many years yeah i have internally laughed every single time mm-hmm. because i've known all along that there's no fish, no in, fish that in the pond. cabin
0: yeah it's just yeah it's just to me further proof that as much as Daniel's been through, the most enlightened being in that group is is Jack. Yeah. Um, the, yeah he absolutely just lives in that little Zenkoan. He does. Just fish when there's no, no fish in the pond. And
1: we slowly pan back as Daniel and Teal carry chairs and a cooler around oh, the corner. Oh, I love it. I can just imagine their week of of camping and staying in the woods and around the bonfire at
0: night. And, and just being besties and counting all of the besties. Counting which bestiness. stars
1: they've been to or not and...
0: Kind of the best episode.
1: Having a little together, week together as a family.
0: It's the perfect, perfect name for the episode. All the loose threads are just swiped. Yep. Um, everything's just kind of managed. Um, when the hell are we going to get to where Sam gets the letters from Pegasus? <laughs> because that chick's got to happen. I think Sam got letters
1: from Pegasus.
0: Why has she not addressed it?
1: I mean, they're dealing with the shit on Dakara. Sure,
0: sure, 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 sure.
1: She's dealing with, with her father dying. Why are we
0: not trying to get back to Atlanta? Up with fiance. Where is my crossover episode? Okay.
1: Um, okay. So can we... <sighs> we haven't been here in a while.
0: Yes. Ranks.
1: To the point of, we haven't added Daniel onto the death ranking. Oh, yeah. Because we agreed.
0: Yes, Daniel that is died. a Daniel death. He's up to nine. For certain. Is he our most die person? Oh, by far. Yeah.
1: Everyone else is at five. Goodness. Um, Jack, uh, don't count Abyss. Okay. If you count okay. Abyss. Jack's sure. way up there, but we're not going to count that. And we have um, three more Indeeds this episode. No kidding. Which How many did to- we
0: actually see in the syndicated version?
1: Maybe one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: Season this, 8.
1: I'm assuming gets added because this goes to number one on my
0: list. It does. It does. Um yeah, I'm going to go right up to the top 2 with it.
1: I'm cutting Avatar off my list. I love um, Avatar, it's fun.
0: Which one's Lockdown? Why do I still have Lockdown in there?
1: Oh gosh, you're asking me. I know, really I always do this
0: questions. and I'm a terrible person, but that's what I do.
1: Cuz there's a few of them I always get confused. So Lockdown is the one that has the the um the Russian uh, uh Oh, and ju- at the
0: end he dies, yes. he sacrifices himself. Okay. Um so then I'm going to actually um I don't want to lose Lockdown because I enjoy it. Okay. Um, Affinity? Tell me what Affinity is.
1: Uh, Affinity is is when Tealk moves off base. Oh, yeah. Yep. Shit. Yeah. Sacrifices yeah. is, uh, with, like, uh, with Ishta and, uh, and Raya's okay. Wedding.
0: Okay. Okay, so then I'm going to kill Affinity. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to put threads just below new order. Alrighty. Um, but Avatar is hanging on by a thread. <laughs> get it, get it. <laughs> um holy moly guys, this episode was long. Yes. Uh thank you for sticking But it was through. a long episode. Yeah, technically it was a ninety minute episode. Yes. So we're doing all right. Um, so thank you for sticking around through this. Um, we'll see you next week with
1: Oh, The Gift, I believe. Hold up. I'm sorry. That's okay. I've just failed. I no, no, no. I put it at the end of my notes, and I didn't, but I'm pretty That's sure okay. the next episode With is Atlantis.
0: Atlantis season one, uh, episode yes, the 18. Gift. The Gift.
1: I knew what the episode was, but I blanked for a second on the title of the episode.
0: The Gift of Poop. The um, Gift
1: of Poop is what we're watching next. Uh, and just to, um, again, to clarify the schedule, because it, it we're still a couple more weeks of being wonky, we are going to watch SG- SG We're well, Stargate Atlantis uh-huh. The Gift Uh huh We are then going to watch The two part Season finale Of SG1 oh, Mobius Okay One and two
0: and We are then going to come
1: back To Atlantis Okay We are going to watch Um
0: The finales
1: The Because f- it's actually a three parter Okay Two at the end of the season, one beginning of the next. Got it.
0: So we're gonna do one episode of Atlantis next, and then we're gonna jump over to two episodes of Stargate, and then jump back over to three episodes of Atlantis.
1: Yes, and Correct? then okay, and then um, there's still gonna be a little bit of wonky after that because technically, SG One season nine begins with a three-parter.
0: Holy farts!
1: Eventually, we're gonna get back to every to bouncing back and forth. But it's going to, because we have all of these multi-parters, and I don't want to split the multi-parter up yeah. by putting a weird episode in the middle.
0: Hang on to your bit. butts. Yeah. Um, guys, you know where to reach us if you have any questions or suggestions or opinions on whether or not Jack and Sam's relationship is toxic. Because who knows? Let's hope is, it gets What do you through. think
1: is in the future for Jack and Sam's uh, relationship? I
0: think they're going to like struggle. Okay. They're going to struggle for a little while. Okay. Um, that's all I know.
1: Do you think it's going to start? Do you think it's going to stay a status quo?
0: It's not going to stay where it is. It's going to get really uncomfortable. And they're going to struggle through it. And I don't know what happens on the other side. Okay. Uh, but it is time for it to stop being stagnant. Um, so find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast.
1: Find us at Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara.
0: You can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com.
1: Read us, like us, review us on podcast things. Uh, we love
0: you guys. We'll awesome. right, see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.